and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case, and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Barron. <laughs> How are you doing? Hey, today's a great day. It is a good it's day. It's a great day. Today, Lil, I wanted to talk about cognitive health. Oh, okay. Let's just talk about it, right? All right. It's one. It's something that we talk yeah, about. It's kind yeah. of a a uh, a steady topic that comes up. <laughs> yeah. But listen, like we all want to have cognitive health. Right. We all want our brains to be strong and healthy. <laughs> we want to avoid dementia, Alzheimer's, all those things yeah. that are associated with that. So there's really a, quite a lot of research showing that cognitive stimulating activities have a very robust effect mm -hmm. on slowing the rate of cognitive decline and preventing dementia. Okay. On the other hand, some frequent habits can make you more vulnerable to memory and cognitive problems down the road. Ooh. So. Well, let's talk about we're that. We're talk about those, <laughs> right? I found an article on The Healthy. It's called, listen to this, it's called Neurology Professors Just Listed the Nine Worst Habits for the Human Brain. Oh, good. Now, how's that for clickbait, that, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But it worked. I clicked. <laughs> you I clicked. clicked. <laughs> so anyway, we're not going to have time to get into all of them, but I thought I'd share a few of the worst habits that aren't so beneficial to our brain and what you can do to troubleshoot them right now. So okay. we're going to talk about, you know, the problem as well as potentially a solution. Okay? okay. Problem number one, habit number one, we don't exercise. Oh, okay. Now I know you exercise, yeah. so I'm not talking yeah. to you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to many of us that just don't get enough physical right. exercise, not getting enough physical activity may hasten cognitive decline and generally age us beyond our years. Wow. So exercising may prevent some of this decline, which is mm. great. One 2020 review in preventive medicine highlighted a study that found cognitive decline occurred at twice the rate among inactive adults aged 45 and older. Wow. Twice the rate. Wow. Compared with active adults. Okay. So we want to be, we want to be active adults yes. here, right? Yes. Another uh, study, other research has supported the premise, including a 2020 study, excuse me, a 2022 study. So a very recent one that found that physical activity benefits the hippocampus, which is a part of the brain that is critical to memory. Hmm. So we want to get out there and yeah. be physical. Now experts say that the research isn't like completely conclusive yet, but we all know that exercise oh, helps yeah. us overall. Yeah. So what do we do? Um, they say, even if you start in your sixties, you can reap pretty dramatic benefits doing something simple, like just walking. Oh, this is according to Dr. Art Kramer, who is the founding director of the center for cognitive and brain health at Northeastern university oh. in Boston. Uh, they also say that weight training may be oh. helpful. And, and we've talked about resistance yeah, training several have. times, but this is according to Dr. Denise Park, who is the director of research for the center for vital longevity and a professor of brain and behavioral sciences at the University of Texas in Dallas. Uh, she says weight training can really keep your brain strong as well as your oh. muscles. So a couple of things to do to stay it's active, interesting, right? Huh? Yeah. Bad habit number two, oh. very connected, very related, but that is that we sit around all day. Oh. And listen, like that's yeah. just, we have the tendency, right? Yes. Our lifestyles this day tends to be sedentary. We tend to sit around a lot. We've heard the phrase sitting is the new smoking. You've heard that <laughs> yes, before, right? Yeah. So Americans are sitting around more than ever and often in front of their screens, whether that's their phone, their television, or their computers at mm -hmm. work. This is according to a 2019 American Medical Association study. 
And this non-activity may contribute to brain changes that are associated with worsened memory. So what do you want to do? You want to get up and walk around even just five minutes every hour. Oh, just very simple to do. Now, I know you have a standing desk. I do. I love it. So you're up and about regularly, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you can even set a timer to remind yourself in a 2019 sports medicine study. Um, aspects of cognitive function improved among participants who broke up periods of prolonged sitting. Mm. So similar benefits have been seen among school children, which is evidence that maybe a little recess time might not be such yeah. a bad thing for the grownups either. Hello. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good to get out there and be active, right? It is. It is. Here's the next one. This won't surprise you. I don't think, but the bad habit is you eat fast food and drink sugary beverages. Well, I don't like that. No, I know. I know. <laughs> So the exact diet that can damage your heart is the same diet that can damage your brain, they say. So that's namely food and drink that is high in fat and sugar. According to a 2017 Alzheimer's study, people who drink more than one sugary beverage each day had a smaller brain volume and scored less on memory tests, both of which can indicate potential Alzheimer's disease in the future. So We want to avoid the fast food, the hot sugary drinks. Yeah. Right. I mean, that makes sense. It does make sense. Right. But what do you do about that? Well, um, the National Institute of Health points to the Mediterranean diet Mm. as one that is also great for your brain. The diet puts a premium on vegetables, whole grains, fish, and olive oil. They also say that it's a a good idea to moderate alcohol. So this is a 2022 study, also very recent, Mm -hmm. uh, found that even two drinks a day versus one drink was associated with a noticeable shrinkage in brain volume. Oh, wow. So um, something to consider there as well. Yeah. Really quickly, the last couple of uh, bad habits that we have. Number one, you spend uh, a lot of time alone. Oh. We've talked about this before, but loneliness has been associated with cognitive decline while being engaged also helps you find purpose and meaning in life, mm-hmm. uh, which that research has been linked with maintaining cognitive health and a lower risk for dementia. So what do you do? You want to look for ways to have meaningful interactions with others, a long mm-hmm. conversation, uh, find an activity that you like to do with other people and do it together. Uh, the other thing they say, and we've also talked about this is to have your hearing checked. So mm-hmm. poor hearing is a risk factor for cognitive decline. And that's because hearing loss can lead to depression and social isolation because you're, you yeah. just get tired of asking, yeah. huh, what would you say? So you yeah. kind of start distancing yourself as well as the reduced sensory input that can lead to less brain stimulation. So a couple of things we can do there. And then the last thing I'm going to say, and you're going to hate this one, but you cheat on your sleep. Oh, that's a tough one for it you, right? Hard. Not everybody hard. sleeps well, but skipping on sleep you you run the risk of not only having fogginess the next day, but also of declining mental function over the long term. If you're very exhausted, you don't have the same focus as you do when you sleep and when you exercise. And so what do you want to do? Well, the CDC says we need to get at least seven hours yes. of sleep per day. Mm-hmm. That sound yes. reasonable? Well, it sounds reasonable. <laughs> sounds if like I a great do idea, it. right? Sounds like a great Three idea. o'clock in the morning comes. And... <laughs> anyway, just a few things yeah. that we can do, some yeah. habits that we can avoid to keep our brains strong, which is what we want. So yeah. today's guest yes. is another one of our amazing athletes. Yes. Aaron Burgess is a six-year athlete who lives in Nevada and has competed in a number yeah. of different sports. And we're excited to visit with you, yes, Aaron. How Aaron. are you today? Hi, nice to have me. Thank you. <laughs> so um, anything that I just talked about, like 
kind of catch you off guard or ring true? Or what, what do you think? I know you're not a health um, expert, but. No, um, unfortunately, my mother-in-law had was starting to get dementia. So uh, all those things truly are um, correct. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a, a sad, sad disease, but you have to keep active. Well, there's definitely, you know, um, yeah, like you said, we just have to keep active. Yeah. We just got to keep after it. And it's such a, a prevalent issue that we deal with. And you, you mentioned just, you know, the caretakers, the the connections, the family, the loved ones, the friends, like everybody's affected by yeah. dementia or Alzheimer's in one way or another. Everyone is yeah. affected by it one way or another. So we got to get out there and be active. And that's one of the things that you have kind of specialized in, in uh, choosing a variety of different sports. Uh, tell us a little bit, Aaron, how you got into senior sports. How did you first say, hey, I'm going to take that plunge and become a senior athlete? Um, I was uh, very fortunate. I ran into a couple ladies when I worked at the nursery who played in the senior Olympics and they uh, play ping pong or table tennis. Okay. And they go, yeah, we're, we play in the senior games. And then it dawned on me, I'm over 50. I can play now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and I looked it up, you know, the local one in Las Vegas and um, looked at the different sports and figured, well, what can I compete in that I, you know, I'm strong and decided to do basketball skills and uh, signed up and on my way. Awesome. So for those of us who may not be familiar with basketball skills, describe for us what that is. Uh, basketball skills has you shoot 25 free throws and six three point shots. Mm. And um, you get the cumulative score of those. Um, that is one set of the skills. And then there's a second set it's called the hot shot. And you have one minute uh, to shoot uh, as many shots from uh, six different areas and different point values from each area. And um, you add it all up and and then you get to do it again a little while later. And um, person with the highest score wins. <laughs> it's simple, right? <laughs> yeah. Get the highest score and you win. That's awesome. Now, yeah. did, you, did you play basketball as a youth? Is that something that drew you to basketball skills or how did you pick that? Um, unfortunately, um, I have never played basketball except okay. in the driveway. Um, <laughs> my I grew up in the Chicagoland area, oldest to seven kids. So my dad started started us playing sports um, at five years old. He would take us out and teach us. And, um, and that's, you know, he's, he's my hero. He's the one who got me started on everything. And uh, in high school, they didn't have women's sports, unfortunately, or at least basketball. So I ran track and field. And of course, the year I graduated, then they brought basketball in. Perfect <laughs> timing, right? That's just the way it I works. was just uh, just SOL on a few things, but <laughs> that's okay. I, I never stopped. I never stopped shooting and, and playing around and, you know, just just have always had a really good eye for the basket. So 
That's great. Wow. So, so you mentioned that your dad was the one who kind of introduced you to basketball and would play in the driveway with you. Is that something that you passed on to, to your family and to your kids and nieces and nephews and family? Well, I try. Um, <laughs> my, my kids played a lot of soccer um, and they have, they have some skills, but they don't have that heart to want to go out and, and work hard and, and, really win so they had you know so yeah so they did it recreationally and had some fun but yeah. all during that time it sounds like you still kind of kept yourself active yeah. and and did the things that you love to do oh yeah i've never stopped playing sports um you know i've been playing softball since i've been 18 years old on and off of course because when you're raising kids you don't always yeah. have the time yeah but but that's okay and uh, and the basketball skills, you know, I just go outside and play with my husband and the kids and the grandkids and, you know, that's great. Have fun. I love, it. I love yeah. it. It's all, all about having fun for sure. So so you mentioned the basketball skills. That's the one that you've had some success at. You mentioned that you competed in the Nevada Senior Games, but you have also competed at the Huntsman World Senior Games in basketball skills, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. Every that that was my that's my number one sport. When I come to Huntsman, everything else is just wonderful, you know, like softball. And this year we did bocce ball. Okay. So we want to get into bocce in just a second, but before we get there, I want to just touch on softball. So is, is, have you played in senior women's softball leagues or how did you get into to play in softball? Um, well, my first introduction into senior softball was at Huntsman. Um, I was playing basketball and um, some, some softball gals were there and my husband is always there and he just talks to everyone. And <laughs> so, so they're like, uh, Hey, does your wife play softball? Yeah, she does. Well, we, we really need some players cause we're short, you know, you think she'd <laughs> want to play? And he's like, Oh yeah, she's got it. You know, sign her up. Sign her up. <laughs> and, uh, and that's my first experience with senior ball. And um, that team uh, actually have become very good friends of mine now, even though they they live all over the country. So uh, it was just magical and, you know, continued. And, and I love playing. Um, well, I love playing at Huntsman and I and I do play uh, senior softball. So um, you mentioned kind of a phenomenon that happens pretty regularly at the games. Oftentimes teams will come as teams and they're prepared and they practice and they, you know, they play together around the country, around the state or whatever. But oftentimes, you know, there's an injury or someone's unable to travel or, you know, any number of reasons where teams need to pick up players. And uh, th this does happen quite regularly, yeah. whether it's kind of word yeah. of mouth or you write a little post-it note and stick it to a bulletin board <laughs> in the sports lounge or you use our team finder tool that's available online. Um, but people are oftentimes able to to get on a team. And then I think the the wonderful, amazing, beautiful thing about that is, is what you just said, Aaron, and that is the friendships that form from that. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, you can't even describe it. It is just the most wonderful thing in the whole entire world because athletes are your family. 
and um, and playing sports my whole life, mostly with men, unfortunately. <laughs> I'd rather be with the girls, but um, um, I have a whole new family since I started coming to Huntsman, you know, a whole bunch of basketball girls because we come every single year and then softball. And then now we've got into bocce and made even more friends. And it's, it's just, it's the most wonderful feeling in the whole entire world. Oh, that's great. I absolutely love that. Again, I I do want to get to bocce. I haven't (laughs) forgotten that. I'm going to get to that in just a second. But what's your position in softball? Do you outfield, infield, catcher, pitcher? What do you do? I'm an outfielder primarily, but I can play, you know, second base, first base, catcher, um, you know, but I love running around chasing balls. (laughs) So a pretty versatile player, though. What's your batting average? How do you do when you step up to the Uh, It's it's gotten pretty bad. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I used to bat about 600. It's oh, probably wow. uh, about 400 now, but I've had a lot of knee injuries and that's kind yeah. of changed things up. But so oh this, well. this team, that, this team that you have found, do you, do you still play with that same team or have you found other teams that you've been able to get onto or are you kind of connected to that team now? Um, actually I have, uh, a, a new team out here. I've been on several, uh, it was just kind of a, you know, hit and miss. Yeah. I was playing for the show me girls out of St. Louis. That's who I was playing with them at first. And then we started a team here in Las Vegas. Hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, we lost a bunch of players and so that just kind of went up in smoke. So then I would go play, you know, with the show me occasionally or a different team. And then I finally got on, um, on wicked. It's, it's a new team that we just put together. And, uh, so that's my team now. Yeah. That's awesome. It just sounds like fun. And yeah. once again, the, like you said, the ability to, bounce around a little bit, but make those friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what a, what an enriching part of your life. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Now I do want to get to Bocce. So, <laughs> so you play basketball skills, you had some fun there kind of through basketball skills. You were introduced to to some softball teams and you've had a chance to play there. How did you find Bocce? Um, I've always um, said that when my body starts to give out, uh, Bocce ball will be my <laughs> new sport because it's easier on your body. Yeah, And I started playing a couple of years ago with a local group uh, during COVID. My husband and I would go out and play and I just found that I'm pretty good at it, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and it's enjoyable. So, um, so I talked to my other girl, another girlfriend that I played softball with, and I said, Hey, let's go do. Uh, bocce ball and she goes well I've never played before so I introduced her and we would practice once in a while and then she came up and she played singles and then of course uh, Lisa said hey let's do doubles so you know off we went (laughs) now in in full disclosure um, (laughs) you actually had the opportunity to play bocce against or with Lil? against against okay. <laughs> i didn't i wasn't sure i wasn't sure i knew you guys had met there on the yeah. on the courts yeah um i'm gonna put everybody on the spot like who won that game well of course they did 
Well, yeah, we only lost, I think, one game in the doubles. Okay. Um, and good and we good players. And we uh, our one win, which we were super excited, was against the gold medal team. So we were like, <laughs> yeah, we're like, okay. But we just we just went out and did our best and had fun, and getting a medal was just a bonus. You no. know, I I want to say really yeah. fast because so when Suzanne and I got there, you know, we're about well, if you can't play know. well, yeah, I do know. <laughs> if you can't play good, look good. So we get there, and we see Lisa and Aaron, and we both go, "Oh no, look at that team! We are never. This is going to be horrible. They're going to, you know." Because we're not very good. And they were so nice. And we just loved both you of them. And I fun. said, you know what? This is what the games yeah. are about. You got to go. You got to make friends. And yes. you got to look good doing it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, looked fabulous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw the pictures. So that's true. It was very, very true. Now, um, we've been talking about bocce. But for those who aren't familiar with bocce, give us kind of a, a quick overview of how the sport is played. Um, well, you have a little teeny white ball that you throw down it to the other end, and then you have some bigger balls, uh, and one person throws it down. You want to try and get as close to the white ball as possible. Then the other team has an opportunity to get closer, knock you out, uh, move the little bite white ball which is called a jack or a polino and uh depending upon who's closer which team shoots and you just go back and forth you each shoot uh four balls and you score accordingly you know the the close it's similar to horseshoes and scoring whoever has the closest the most amount of one ball uh team that's closest scores yeah. And you can go up to 10 points or 12 points. It just depends, you know, how many teams are in a competition. Yeah. And, uh, you know, pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's basic, but it's a ton of fun. It is. We, we've had an opportunity to go out and play as a staff before, yeah. and I had never played before, but it's, it's, there's something appealing about yeah. it. You, and I will also say this there, and it's the same thing with horseshoes. My, my dad has kind of picked up horseshoes and has competed here at the games and had some success. And I've gone out and pitched with him and like, it, it seems like it should be easy. <laughs> it seems like you should be able to throw that horseshoe on that pole. Like it shouldn't be hard. And it seems like you should be able to roll your green ball down <laughs> right next to the Polino. Right. And yet it is not easy. <laughs> it's not, it is not easy, but it is a ton of fun. And it then Aaron, like you said, the most important part of senior sports across the world, around the world, doesn't matter, is the opportunity to reach out and make those friendships, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, we love it. We love that uh, we've had a chance to get to know you a yes. little bit better and uh, learn a little bit more about some of your sports. And we wish you the very best as you continue to compete. And uh, we're out of time visiting with you today, but we look forward to seeing yes. you hopefully in the future on the basketball court, on the bocce court, or on the softball field. And Aaron, we're going to kick your fannies next year. So just oh, it the may gauntlet be, has been tossed. Yeah. Bring it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I better call Suzanne quick. <laughs>
Yeah, okay. Warner. <laughs> I will. You guys. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Oh, Aaron, thank yeah. you so much. Thank Best you so much for having look, me. Look forward to seeing you here uh, in St. George next year. <laughs> for sure. I'll be there. Awesome. I can't believe I just did that. Yeah, you uh you might have got yourself in a little bit of trouble there. Well, we better start practicing the now. Time to start practicing. Time <laughs> to start practicing. So uh, obviously the games are over, but yeah. now is a great time to visit seniorgames.net. Yeah. If you're wondering how the games went, one of the best places to get that overall picture is to just take a look at the results. Mm-hmm. And as of today, all of our gold, silver, and bronze medalists are posted for each of our 35 sports. So uh, take a look at that, see how you stack up. Mm-hmm. Look at your competition. Uh, make sure that you uh, see your name in lights and, and in print if you're one of the medal winners, for sure. In addition to that, we've also got 15 different news broadcast style videos that focus on various aspects of the games. And these are great pieces if you want to just relive the memories yeah. of the Huntsman World Senior Games. Or if you just want to learn a little bit more yeah. about what the games have to offer, what we're all about. All of that is available at SeniorGames.net. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Of course, we take this live show and we turn it into a podcast and you can subscribe anywhere that you find your favorite podcast. If you happen to be listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating, write a quick review. You can do that very easily on your iPhone by just scrolling down to the bottom of your Apple podcast app and then shooting us some stars there. And of course, as always, you can find this and previous shows right on our website. Once again, seniorgames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought comes from Brazilian novelist Paulo Coelho, and he says, the world is changed by your example, not your opinion. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.